theme song means it is once again time to promo the Geek Wolf Pack podcast. I'm your Papa Wolf, Nick Kelly. And I'm your Mama Wolf, Stacia Kelly. And I'm Thermal Wolf, Brandon Kelly. Here on the podcast, we're just a couple of generations geeking out and sharing what we think we think. We'll share the latest nerd news and sci-fi happenings. Looking for life hacks? I'll tell you if there's an app for that. And I'll give you the latest from a gamer's point of view. Plus, every episode includes some of what we like to call ADHD D&D. I'm a healer, and I killed a dragon. Spoilers. <laughs> so join us here at the Geek Wolfpack Podcast. Join us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, or wherever you find your podcasts, or simply at geekwolfpackpodcast.com. And as always, geek out. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek Podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 105 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. Today I am joined and very excited to, to be able to talk to Razorbug and Robbie from the Geek Card podcast. How are you guys doing? Good, good. It's cold though. Yep. Yes. We've, we've managed to go about three seconds without talking about the weather, so it's well done, British. British culture. It's British culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, when you guys said how cold it was over there, I, these are numbers that I just can't even fathom. Well, it's always fun with the Fahrenheit to centigrade conversion because we say it's like minus three and, and then Americans think it's yeah. like the depth of space. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry. 25 in, in uh, Fahrenheit is for me the depth of space. That is, not, that is not a number that should be used to describe temperature. Or if you believe Pokemon Go, we're in the middle of a heat wave because I've oh never God. seen that thing get the weather right once. Oh, dear me. <laughs> That thing didn't that thing think it was like raining when you were standing in sunshine or something? Well, the worst one we had was it said it was gloriously sunny when we were standing in ankle deep snow. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what are you, what are you no. doing exactly? <laughs> you can tell that, that was that game was made in San Francisco, where the only weather they have to worry about is windy or sunny. Yes. <laughs> That's weather, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we do talk about earthquake weather. We do talk about, you know, it's kind of uh, when it's a little bit gray and it's just kind of calm and quiet. It's like, eh, it's earthquake weather. Oh, good. That must be a horrifying thing to have to worry about. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't actually mean that there's going to be earthquake. It just seems to be that that tends to be the 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 time or the the atmosphere that earthquakes have happened in so people just kind of associate it with it fair enough yeah well while we're talking why don't we jump in and get to know you guys a little bit better why don't you guys tell us a little bit about uh, uh who you are and uh and what you do 
Right, I'll let Robbie go first. Oh, okay. He's got uh, notes so and everything. I have notes, yeah. So, so my name's <laughs> the prepared one. Yeah, well, I try. Uh, so I'm Robbie. I'm in. If you can hear from my accent, I'm from the UK. Uh, I am going to soon be going back to school to do my masters in environmental science, and I am a massive tech geek and wow nerd and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's something to tell you. All so, right. Very cool. Uh, well, uh, I'm known online as Razorbug, uh, or RZBG, if I'm using my Twitter handle. Um, we like to joke it's because I'm allergic to vowels. Um, <laughs> I'm also from the UK, <laughs> uh, London Calling, and uh, I have been doing this podcasting thing for about three, four years now. I got in it to, as a co-host on a show called The Obscure Cast, which still gets actually more attention than the Geek Card Show, which oh, is a bit embarrassing. On Facebook, at least, yeah. Oh, that doesn't um, count. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, got into got into podcasting um, on the All Things Azeroth show. Oh, no, actually, on Group Quest Show, um, which was a WoW-based uh, based podcast. And so my online community of folks uh, is... is Mostly dominated by by people who who play too much Warcraft and then talk to other people who play too much Warcraft about Warcraft. Yep. So that's good. Um, <laughs> that's how that's how a lot of us got into podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> realizing within your Warcraft, within your Warcraft. Exactly. So realizing that that the only thing with more uh, podcasts dedicated to it than WoW was pro wrestling. I, I I've. I've launched a couple of, of geek culture podcasts and I'm quickly realizing that's the third thing that has the most uh, podcast dedicated to it. So. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Well, you're both wow players. Um, but, but beyond that, what are some of your areas of geekitude? Uh, so so- in the show notes, I actually thought you just listed mine. <laughs> <laughs> I realized those are supposed to be broad categories, but go with that. So, so okay. So, I I love all things tech and innovation and environmental sciencey. So, I'm a big green energy nerd, and Elon Musk is our Jesus and all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do a lot of D and D and just RPGs in general and Final Fantasy and all all that sort of good stuff. So, Comic Con, I'd love to go to Comic Con in Anaheim. So. Please send me there, someone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try and get you into the like. I don't know if has have they already done registration for this year. I know they've done pre-reg. Oh god, pre-reg, 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 and then pre-pre-reg, probably. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Uh, but I, I, I probably couldn't go this year, this coming year anyway. But uh, well, when when you when you get started, I've got some tips on on how to do it. It, it requires lots of people, most of whom don't want to go. Oh my god, introverts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you just get a whole bunch of people who who really want you know they're they're good friends they don't mind hanging out with you online for for a couple hours on a on a Saturday and uh, when the when the tickets come up you're allowed to buy three so you can have you know three people who are interested in going and uh, and then everybody just knows they have your your login information and your your um, your login information and how many tickets you want, which tickets you want, and the more people you have watching, the better chance you have of getting a ticket. And so 
that that is the strategy for your first year is just get a whole bunch of friends that are interested in are not interested in going but will, willing to help you out right and that's so it's playing the system a little bit it is it's i mean we have we have six tickets because i've been going since um i've been going since 20 years ago oh wow when when it was like 60 bucks and you could just walk in and buy your tickets for the following year and you were done mm-hmm. And, um, there's three of us that go every year. And so what we do is we have our tickets and we have our, our significant other tickets and, um, they let us get into pre registration. And, uh, and we just know that <laughs> as soon as one of us gets, um, gets a hit and gets into the, the system, we buy the first f- three tickets and then we hope for the best for our spouses. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh dear. That sounds too complicated for me. I know, I know. It's the most stressful morning of the year. It, <laughs> it really is. I know English people are supposed to like a good queue, but but everything I see of, of like <laughs> huge conventions, they just seem like they're, they're more hassle than they're worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is like it's starting to become one of those things where a lot of people just don't want to go anymore because it's it's so big and so out of control. Mm. But. Um, but I think, uh, you know, for us, it's still kind of our friendship pilgrimage every year. So, you know, we're going to stick with it until we don't get, until we don't get the tickets. And then we don't, well, that, that year will be probably the end. Of Are it. you waiting for that one year where you can't get the tickets going? Oh, thank God that's over. You know what? I think there will be a little bit of a relief just because it, it is honestly stressful. Like there's been years where I've only gotten two days instead of the full four. And we've had to kind of, you know, switch passes depending on who wants to be there when and yeah it's it's it's, it starts to become a lot more work than it needs to be it's very expensive you know so it's you know but it's it's cool if you can at least go once yeah it's on my bucket list it's on my bucket list swinging around something's just occurred to me like just reading uh, you know the the topic list as i was saying swinging it back around to the original question i've realized actually my my areas of geekitude, as you put it, has sort of switched. Like you asked me this sort of question five years ago, and it would have been video games. It would have been, I mean, it would, it is still, you know, television and comics and films. But it would have been video games. It would have been uh, films from a, from an insider's point of view because I used to work in visual effects, so I got to work on some of the geeky stuff. Um, and it would have been tech and and you know hard, computer hardware and gadgetry, etc. And then I flipped. So I now work in IT, which means I have zero interest in it outside of work because <laughs> yeah. it's like take your work home with you. Um, yeah. I'm still yeah. into the TVs, comics, books sort of thing. Um, the movie side, I now just – I'm purely just consume them rather than actually have any part to do with them, although my partner still works in there, so I still get the, the inside scoop a little bit. And then now I'm actually mm-hmm. going real old school. Like video game-wise, I really just play like WoW and Hearthstone. Uh, but offline, I play – uh, like tabletop RPGs and pen and paper RPGs, much much more. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 we've we've just finished like a couple of like epic over a year long D and D campaigns. One of which I was playing in, one of which I was I was um, GMing for, and um, yeah. So these days I'm just I'm sort of looking at it and thinking, hmm, that's interesting. I've I've actually completely changed my sort of not completely changed, but I've had a big change in the. Uh, the geeky efforts. I think I'm I'm adulting more, which is <laughs> a terrifying. Process. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> How could you? 
uh, I, I envy you because I have, I have never been part of like a weekly or monthly, um, tabletop group. I think that that's like for, especially depending on where you live, it's, it's the, the holy grail of geekiness. There are ways around that now. There, there's tabletop simulators and everything to get around that one. Yeah, right. It's true. And I have played online a couple of games, but, uh, but never, never really had that full authentic, you know, <laughs> basement experience of, of playing D and D with friends around a table. Mm. Yeah. We'll change that cool. one day. One day. <laughs> it's out help. I mean, it helps if you've got a, a, a partner or someone like that who's into it. Cause I hadn't ever played D and D, um, until I met my, uh, my current partner. And then she basically got me, she, she invited me along to a, to a, my first game and just sort of said, Oh, you know, you can just sort of see what it's like. I, I sat at the mm-hmm. table. I said, Oh, you know, don't worry about, uh, giving me a character. Oh, you guys, I'll just, uh, I'll just get a feel for it. And then I'll, you know, Maybe I'll join in next time. And the GM was like, nope, here's a character. You're now this person. Play. So, oh, my God. <laughs> Good for it. And from that point on, I've been, uh, I've, been, um, I've been gaming with that group of people. So it's, it's, that's it. It's like have someone bring you along and just chuck you in the deep end. Nice. Mm. Nice. Do you have any areas where you guys kind of slink out of the conversation because it's geeky, but it's just not your thing? Um, um Robbie, you you demonstrated this to me the other day. Uh-huh. We we're, were playing some WoW with a with a, uh, a mutual friend of ours, and um, we're on we're all on um, Skype chatting, and um, they just went off on one about um, Final Fantasy lore and and events that t- that happened in Final Fantasy, and like in in theory, this is sort of what I was saying a second ago. Like in theory, I'm pretty good with video games, and I'm, I, I, I there was a time when I was like right up in cutting edge video games and all that sort of thing. And yeah, I think now I've realized I don't really game much anymore and I'm not particularly brilliant at the ones I do play. So (laughs) exactly. So yeah, Robbie and Damarai have reminded me that uh, I don't really call myself a gamer much anymore. Hmm. I'm getting lost in comic book worlds now, especially with all like the amount of um, films that are coming out every like year. We have like 10 and like when we're mm. when we're having our podcast, and I'm like, uh, which which universe is this again? Oh my god! Okay, I can't keep up. It's Earth Three, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we are. We I have. I've Razorbug to guide me through this world. I don't need. I don't need any more help than that. <laughs> we, we we have we do have that on on the Geek Card. We're where um like I I'll, I'll be watching um so Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, um, Arrow. All of the the DCU things, any some of the Marvel ones as well, like Runaways and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll start talking to Robin. I think they're all just kind of blending into one world in his in his yeah. in his head. Like, yeah, definitely. Although having said that, there was there was that one time that I actually had watched the show you were talking about, and I was like, I oh, I can say a thing, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool though, because it's nice to have, um, especially if we, we then get guests on as well. It's nice to have like three sort of overlapping um, Venn diagram circles of geekery, but but actually covering right. quite a lot of the spectrum. Do you do show titles? Because that's a good show title right there. Venn diagram. I don't of do show. I, I, <laughs> I, diagrams of geekery. It's a, like a great. I don't know. I feel like that needs to be an image somewhere on the internet. There's a lot of things you could fill it in with. <laughs> nice um yeah there's just too much out there there's no way you can be like a geek for all of it 
Like you got to pick. Rishbot gives it a damn good go though. <laughs> I, I think that was a compliment. It was. It wasn't a backhanded compliment. I'm actually genuinely impressed half the time when it's like, oh, there's this, this superhero and this superhero, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, give me a sec. <laughs> I just I, I have a thing for canon. Like I like I love established worlds where you can know the background of things and the history of things. I mean, like for Wow Law, for being a perfect example, like. At one point, um, someone asked me to to give them an introduction of like, oh, so, so how did like World of Warcraft get started and what sort of happened up until now? And I think like two hours later, they were still, <laughs> they were still like, so, so hang on, so they, so they know this person and they became what? And yeah, it's, it's, so any any world where like comic books or the the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is a perfect example. Like, I love the way they work so they work so hard to to make everything interplay together and, and reference each other. And even, even episodes, like even shows where there's just, or films where there's just a nod to something else that happened. I, I, I don't know. I kind of sort of buzz off of, of continuity and, and canon and established worlds and storytelling within those worlds. And it's one of the reasons I quite, I've, it was difficult for me to get into D and D when I first started, because there isn't uh a world built into the system. I mean, there are several suggested worlds, obviously, but there's like when, if, if you play like uh, Warhammer fantasy or um, something like that, then you, you know, you know, you have a, a set of, of law to free existing law to, to riff off of. But when it's just like, here's a system, tell your own stories. Um, I, I guess now I like, I prefer it that way, but originally I, I very much liked getting into things that where there was like established sort of story and history and stuff. Cause I'm quite a history nerd for, for real world history as well. So mm. that's awesome. Now, do you watch the gifted? Uh, no, I don't know if that's actually available over here. Oh really? What's the gift? Is that the um, new Marvel one? No, it's well, technically, it's it's um it's an X Men spinoff thing. Are you do you read X Men comics or are familiar with the X Men? I did in the in the past. I know Legion um, was a show we we got over here at one point, and I was watching. Um, I think we got sort of three quarters of the way through the first season, and then it all just got a bit head wibbly wobbly too much and i got distracted by slightly simpler shows like arrow and stuff but i don't think gifted is is airing over here yet no it's on the fox okay, network well, but we don't have it here which is weird when if if it does get to you um and you like kind of nods to other continuities i mean it's it's basically taking X-Men and finding all the third and fourth tier characters right. and throwing them into adventures. And it's, you know, for somebody who loves the the X-Men universe as much as I do, I just get so like every episode is a new like squee for me because it's like, Oh my God, I've never thought this character would ever be on screen. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, um, yeah. the Gen X um, film treatments that i've seen buzz around online they've got some really cool characters like people like chamber and things like that that i just thought would never ever be um uh, be able to translate onto this onto the silver screen having said that though we live in a brilliant age that just about everything we can think of is getting translated to the silver screen like um i think one of your earlier shows you were talking about like how thanos is just a thing now and that's fine and everyone's just like yeah okay yeah he's a he's a blue-skinned alien bad guy who looks a bit like homer simpson that's that's cool yeah we'll take a movie about him (laughs) (laughs) oh dear 
<laughs> I remember the backlash when like Silver Surfer was. Uh, I mean, obviously that's because the film wasn't great, but I remember the backlash when they were like, "Oh, Silver Surfer and Galactus are too too difficult to explain to general audiences. That they, you know, we should check. We should either not use them or we should change them into something more easily recognizable. And and you know, putting the X Men in black leather because oh, it's too difficult to explain why they're in yellow and blue spandex and that sort of thing. Then and then these days they don't. They just go, "Yep, yeah, sure, Captain America wearing a giant flag, fine, just do it." <laughs> it's true. It's true. And you know what? People don't, I mean, everybody's going to complain about something. That's, that's the, the part of geekdom that will never go away. Oh, yes. Everybody's going to always complain about something, but you know, if people are giving it a good try and, and trying to be true to the characters, I don't think most people care. I think it can be a double-edged sword though, because you can get, um, you can get the, the moments where, as we're seeing with, with the latest Star Wars film, um, that people can get too attached to, um, to, to lore and to what went before and they can like v- backlash on anyone trying to innovate off of things. I can and talk I, about you know, this right. now cause I finally saw it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we did a spoiler show when only 50% of the, 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 the presenting <laughs> the film. Yeah. That was painful. Did you guys enjoy it? Did you have fun, or are you in the the camp that really feels like it changed? Too if it much? ended twenty minutes earlier, I would have been pleased. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my take. It's like why could, that was a great place to stop. Why didn't you? What? Why is this still going? Is another twenty minutes? Oh, okay. This has got weird now. See, I I, <laughs> I loved it. Um, in general, I thought it was great. I think they what they're doing in terms of giving the universe a, a, a more room to tell bigger, better stories in a in the the Star Trek world is great. But there were several points in the film where I kept going, "Oh no, no, that's go that's gone too far." And then and then thankfully they came yeah. back from it. So the the, yeah. the scene towards the end with Luke um, oh. until the big reveal, I was just like, "No, that's that's too much." That yeah, even he even he can't do that. Like, what, what are you? Yeah, doing? like that. Just before that bit happened, when he was stepping out, I would have been like, "Stop the film! Stop it now! Just black." Black. That's where I thought it was going to yeah, end. Yeah, I thought it was going to we get our, our Empire Strikes Back moment. Yeah, and then it just went on. Was, I thought there was a few strange choices. Like there was there was a part where it's like, oh, I see. That's how you write out Carrie Fisher, and then they didn't. Oh yeah, um, like, and then she did. Like, yeah, exactly. That, that <laughs> was a good way. That was a good place to write out Carrie Fisher. Like, what are you doing? But I'm sure you know they've got a they've got a plan for it. So it's probably um, just going to be a yeah. repeat of the same thing again. It's funny because I do I, I have to hold my hands up and say Mia culpa in terms of the the getting too obsessed with with canon thing because like Star Trek Discovery I I still have a very uh, sour relationship with it because <laughs> I don't mind doing things like changing the way the, the the Klingons look and stuff although I I don't really see the need to do it but uh, there's lots of points in in the especially with the sort of establishment of when the tech arrives in the which generation of Star Trek. Um, but having said that, like having watched the the season break mid season finale thing that your television does, which is just weird. Um, like I, I now sort of think, Oh, actually they might have just set it up to do something brilliantly clever with it. And so I think you kind of have to, you kind of have to sort of, it's great to cling on to, Oh dear. Did I, I didn't even mean to say that. (laughs) It's, It's great to like hang on to, to to the world you love and the characters you love and stuff, but I think if you hang on to that too much, you really make the whole thing go stale, and no one ever innovates with new stories anymore. I was just want to say this right. isn't our podcast. <laughs> like you can't do puns like that. <laughs> no. 
Pun, punnage like that on our on our podcast is is slightly more deliberate. That one was genuinely <laughs> But see, it's giving people a really a good a good idea of what they're getting into when they start listening to the geek card, which I I guarantee you after this they <laughs> because you guys are you guys are awesome. Um, are is is Warcraft your favorite fandom, or do you guys have something else that that you would put above that? Ooh. Oh, that's tricky. Yeah, I would uh, it, just seeing this question before, and my brain went, "Oh, well, it's Star Trek." Clearly, I'm a I'm a big Trek nerd. It must be Star Trek. Mm. But then, yeah, I never really considered. It's really weird. I never really considered Warcraft uh, a sort of a universe, a fandom, as so, so much as just the other real place to go to. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> the place we go and meet. Yeah, exactly. Like if I've got nothing uh-huh. to do. Um, on a on a day, and and you know, I've got some free time, and there's no one around in in London. Then I will just log into Azeroth, and I'll meet Robbie and Damari and and uh, Selene and you know people I know, and we'll just we'll just mess around for a bit. Like we're gonna, we're actually planning on celebrating New Year's Eve, like the six of us, just let like getting drunk and letting off fireworks in Azeroth, just because like as it as it's happened to work out with everyone coming back from the holidays and coming back from family, like people haven't got plans mm. and so it's, it's just like well if we're going to be sitting at home rather than sitting in front of netflix we could actually be online yeah chatting to people and for some people that seems really strange like because oh you know going on the internet is antisocial. but to people who play like mmos it's it becomes the other place they go to socialize yeah right absolutely yeah it's like our pub that's what it is it's a local pub <laughs> but I guess to answer the question, like I guess, yeah, WoW and Star Trek compete as my as my favorite fandom. I, I guess I know more about WoW, so yeah, I guess WoW and Star Wars and Harry Potter for me. So nice, that is a good mix. What house? I'm a I'm what a house? Hufflepuff. I am too. I see. I think I'd be Ravenclaw. Yeah, boo. <laughs> but but, but funnily, enough, I'm, funnily enough, I'm dating someone who is a self confessed Slytherin. Uh, just like okay, fine. <laughs> Actually, I, I actually forgot about that. When people get when people get Slytherin, they're pretty proud. Yeah. Of it. When they get Slytherin, they they don't mind. J.K. Rowling wants to be a Hufflepuff, so you know I'll go with that. I she, um, she, yeah. She said yeah. I'll be a Hufflepuff. They don't they don't back down. It's true. We My partner has the ability to see um uh un, un, unseen qualities in in bad guys. Like even if they were just written to be generic mustache twirling bad guys she'll explain how they're actually misunderstood and they're a product of the society that created them and, and all this sort of thing so she, she'll usually side with the bad guys oh, oh. you keep an eye on that one <laughs> <laughs> that's always the quiet ones yeah, it is it is well very cool do you guys have something that you geek out about that's not as well known that you think more people should electric know about? cars oh my god <laughs> We've just about managed to include them on every single show since we yep. since the Geek Card came back on air. If not that, it's environmental science tech or something like that. I have to do it. It's amazing. It's going to change the world. Everyone should be pumped about it. It's good actually because it does mean that we you know we we have a, a an aspect of geekdom that isn't regular that isn't covered as regularly on other on other podcasts. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly considering getting one just because my commute is so long and horrid and um and at some point they are going to become self driving. How how long is the commute? And, uh it's an hour and a half one way Ooh. on a good oh, day. Ouch. Yeah. 
uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's get it. Yeah. So that's how I that's how I get all my podcast uh, listening in. Oh, <laughs> like, and like also, that, that, isn't that also yeah. how you have the best podcast name about a wow a wow podcast ever? Like, oh yes. Well, uh, yes, but I don't do that in the car anymore because that was just an epic fail. I was enjoy I enjoyed that. It was kind of charming. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess the audio quality could be a bit meh. <laughs> yeah. So now that I, now that I'm recording just in my classroom in breaks, you know, it's it's a lot easier. See, I have a, a an area of of geekdom that I think is geeky, but I kind of also like I don't know whether the word geek and nerd mean different things on that side of the pond. I'm sure they do, but like I'm a bit of a, a Roman history nerd. Like I I love um um like classical and, and, um, and post-classical history, like, uh, sort of Rome and, and Byzantine and places that, things like that. Um, I even, one of the D and D games I ran for over a year was like a, was a reimagining of a sort of fantasy in a, an ancient Rome setting. So like, I don't, but I don't know if that counts as geekery cause it's like, it's actually just real history. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that, no, I think it definitely it is geeky, but then it gets, if it's an obsession, then it's nerdy. I think that's how it works. Oh, okay. I this think. is actually we've, this is the one topic we actually haven't covered uh, in any depth on the geek card, which we really should. Which we really should, considering that I have uh, a bachelor's in archaeology. There you go. I didn't know that. No, that's yeah. cool. And now I'm making the switch to environmental science because I need to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back, Robbie. Changing the world. Be right back. Making more cars. Electric. On a on a on a completely. Um, smaller note of something i do think is a is is geeky and people should check out i don't know if you guys have heard of the encrypted series of books they're um they're basically a, a they're about um a cryptozoologist uh well if i gave you the 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 the, the elevator pitch way. for this it would sound ridiculous but it's basically a ballroom dancing 20 something american cryptozoologist from a family that is trying to protect uh, fantasy creatures that live in our world and against a group of people who want to exterminate them. That sounds amazing. Uh, it is amazing, <laughs> but it also sounds ridiculous. But it's um, that sounds like it should be a series on Netflix. It, well, it's a series of books. They started in 2012, and they they go they've got like books listed up into 2018, so they're still going. It's by um, Shannon Maguire, I think that's right, how you pronounce it. I'm going to look into that. Shannon Maguire. Um, and yeah, the, the series is encrypted. So cryptid being C-R-Y-P-T-I-D being the name of like Bigfoot creatures or, you know, or werewolves or anything like that. Although I don't think they've showed up yet, but the whole thing's about fantasy creatures um, that they pull from sort of law from all around. So it's not just sort of your, your standard Tolkien fare. There's, you know, there's Indian mythology and there's um, South American mythology and Chinese mythology and all sorts of things that they pull into. So it's a really cool book series if anyone's, looking for a book series to pick but, up after Christmas. But do they have a cloud serpent? I don't know, but I've only read two of them so far, so I'm, I'm starting the third. If a cloud serpent pops up, I'll tell you. See, then it then it gets the <laughs> There's always a possibility. It. Then it gets wow back into it, and you've got another Venn diagram right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Venn diagrams, baby. It is, it is. All right, well, we've danced around it, and we've talked about, about things here and there, but... Talk to me about the geek card and how it got started and and what you guys do on it. Okay, uh, okay. I'll I'll take a I'll take a pop at this one. Um, take a the swing. Geek, the, <laughs> yeah, the geek card was um, a rethinking, a rebranding, a starting afresh from where I'd ended up with Obscurecast. So Obscurecast was started by an awesome um, writer, podcaster, 
games journalist uh, who you can find online called Gazimov. Um, I, mm-hmm. I got talking to him through other podcasts and uh, he, we sort of hit, hit off a good sort of on-air um, uh, like, um, relationship rapport. or rapport. That's the word I was looking for, rapport. Um, so he invited me to be a guest with um, him and the, and the other guest host he had. So the three of us did the show for, for a while and then they got too busy adulting and, and going off and being sensible 30-year-olds uh, uh, with jobs and responsibilities. And I carried on the show with Syl for a while. Um, and then uh, that got me to chatting with the you know, the girls from Girls Gone Wow and, and that sort of thing. And I sort of took a break from podcasting and came back with the idea. I chatted to Robbie about it and we sort of riffed some ideas and, and came up with the, the format for the Geek Card. Yeah, we met through Girls Gone Wow at a real life meetup. So indeed, yeah, that was real world IRL internet everything all merged together. That was a really funny thing for me though, because I joined a Wow Guild with um with the the, the Girls Gone Wow um, ladies and was chatting to them in that and playing Wow with them and doing raiding, and then at one point they made a reference to the fact that someone they knew. Like, how did I know someone they knew in the real world? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? How do you know him? He's my flatmate. Like, he's my housemate. Like, <laughs> I'm allowed to know him. I live with him. <laughs> and we realized that, like, not only did we actually have, re- in, uh, you know, IRL friends that were in overlapping circles, but we lived, like, 10 minutes on the tube from each other. <laughs> so uh, so that sort of brought brought wow into, into sort of my real life. And then that's been a big sort of crossover thing. So one of the things that we, I enjoy about the Geek Card is, like, the people we have on when we have guests or if it's just Robbie and I, like it's just an extension of, of us being friends in the real world anyway. It's, it's so, like, it's, pub, it's, like it, it's like pub banter, but for kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. It's like going, going chilling out with your mates in the bar, having a couple of drinks and talking about something geeky and, but it's just recorded. But the, the, the funny thing is the concept, like the geek card was a, was a, I don't know if it's a phrase you've heard. Like, I don't know if it's a, if it is an American culture, but like the idea of, uh, someone doing something really geeky and that like uh, someone would say to them, Oh, you're a card carrying geek or you're a card carrying X, you know, I guess you could be a card carrying, um, Republican or something like that. But anyway, um, so that phrase was, was, doing around doing the rounds it was in the the popular zeitgeist at the time and then there was also this idea of like uh if you do geeky things in your day to in your you know day to day or or through the week or whatever then that's like a stamp on your geek card like a loyalty card thing um yeah because also here we have a load of like um independent retail shops that like specifying like board games and things like that and every time you bought something they would stamp stamp a loyalty card and say and every time you got 10 stamps you got something back so it kind of brought that back into it as well. So yeah, so we always use the the geek card as a it's it's more of something you can lose if you're not doing yeah. it right. Yeah, so, it revoked, what do you yeah. mean you, you can have it? Revoked. What do you mean you haven't seen Blade Runner? Give me a geek yeah, card. Exactly. <laughs> it's up in front of your face. Like why have yeah. I not done this? <laughs> that's that. Yeah, well, that that was that's something we have as well. But I I try and sort of steer it towards the more positive idea. But yeah, I guess there is there are like what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What's a Wookie? That's it. Come on. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> off? It's like I've got the lighter right here. Give me the card. Like I'm going to burn it now. Well, I think that's one of the things that that really I I enjoyed about your your show right off was because um, 
the you guys did go more the you know stamp on the card instead of the punitive and and it is kind of that you know oh hey here's we're adding to your your geekiness i just i liked that yeah i mean that's the, the other thing is that we we uh are topical geek show so i mean robbie's perfectly right when he says you know it's like just chatting down the pub with your mates but we actively try and find like stories for that week um, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and especially, you know, when we cover things like electric cars and that sort of thing, we're, we're trying to find, uh, topical stories of geek, geekery that's been that week and that maybe you haven't seen, or maybe you've seen it, but you had a different take on it. And, um, it's fun when we get feedback, um, you almost entirely on Twitter. So it kind of short and sweet, but it's, it's fun to get, uh, when, when people like comment on something in a way we hadn't thought about. And then, so the next right. show, we we'll pick up on that, and and, we, and it and it riffs off into a different into a different conversation. But it is it is cool to keeping it as a sort of weekly um, articles or, or or show TV shows or or uh, blog posts that week that have got us thinking about something specifically for for for, the, for that period at that period of time. Sort of thing. I, I spend a lot of time on Reddit for research purposes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going with research. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool. Well, thank you guys for, for sharing all of this with us. Um, I think we're going to move on, if that's okay with you, to what we've been specifically geeking about this week with our weekly geekery. Cool. Um, I love the fact we all start with exactly the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I've been playing a lot of WoW. And, uh, really? and I've really, really, really love getting back into it. It's, it's been, I, I don't know why I, I stopped. Um, I think I just got a little bit overwhelmed with a lot of other stuff. And, and I do feel like every expansion, we get more and more chores that we have to oh, do. God, yes. oh, chores is a good word for it. Yeah. They yeah. Seem- and so I think I just got to a point in my regular life where I'm like, I don't want to do this. And, and now with the announcement of, of, Wow, classic! It just kind of got me excited again, and it kind of brought. But me are home, you excited so. to be walking everywhere for forty levels? Um, I've thought about that because there's been a couple of times where I, you know, wasn't able to fly or walk or any or ride in in an area, and I'm like, okay, I wish I could just be out of here. And then I think about that, I'm like, well, it's going to be like this in classic yeah. Wow. So <laughs> no money, one mount. If you're lucky before max level, good luck. This is it. Like I, I don't. I, I'm fully with you on the chores thing. Like they seem to somehow manage to take the dailies which you could take or leave, and I mostly left, and mm-hmm. replace it with the garrison and now the artifact weapon, and, and it, it just becomes like an extra set of of as you put as you rightly put it chores that I don't really want to do. But actually, now instead of them being dailies where I just didn't get a particular pet that i didn't want anyway now it's like okay i'm actually harming my main game experience because i've not done my chores in my order hall or whatever it's like i i I love that i mean one of the reasons i will not be playing classic wow i'm a wrath baby so i i enjoy the improvements in quality of life that have come in since then but like one of the reasons i don't want to play classic wow is almost the same reason that i'm getting annoyed with things now because the more they try and the, the, the time sinks in the game are getting a bit to the point where you can't suspend your disbelief, if that makes sense. Like, I'm. Yeah, you're I feel thinking like, about it in real life. Yeah, I mean, I can, or I can see that all this is is just to get me to continue playing when the actual main lot of content has dried up. And while that's fine, and you have to have that in an MMO, I prefer it when they dress it up in such a way that I don't notice that I'm just time sinking. 
Um, and as someone who's like a pro wrestling fan, I feel like if if I can't suspend my disbelief, then then you're not working hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of it is I. I don't mind going back and catching up on content that I didn't do in lulls. Like people like, there's nothing for us to do. I'm like, well, I got reps from like burning crusade. I never finished. I can go back and do that. Like I can always, if I want to play, I'll find something to do. And I feel like, yeah, they, they've just kind of created artificial time sinks that, that don't give you a, a genuine experience. But the fortunate they've made them now to the point where they actually impact the, the main experience. And I think that's where, right. right. It's, I think that's where they've gone wrong in the last couple of expansions. It's interesting though that yeah, you, you t- chose to take a break because I had an, I had an, in, an unintentionally enforced break. <laughs> I heard about that. I felt so bad. Oh, I would have oh. been so frustrated when I heard. So, that. so after a year and a half of not being able to play WoW, I've really just dived into it, and my partner's getting into it as well, which is great. And so, like, I've been playing so much more WoW than I used to do because I'm I'm like time poor. Um, with all the other commitments in life and things. So um, one of the reasons I don't have time for dailies and that sort of thing is like, I want to get as much gameplay story consumed in the, the hour or two I have. But over the Christmas holidays, it's been like, wow, any any moment we get free, we can just jump into Warcraft and, and play. Like I haven't been able to do for a year and a half. Yeah. You do have to exp- you do have to explain what what the reason was behind taking your long oh, God. because <laughs> that's, that's a that's a geek horror story, it's a right? Horror story. So. Uh, uh, about a year and a half ago, randomly, I would be playing WoW. I was actually trying to raid when it first happened. We were raiding Warlords content, and I was just getting disconnected. After it started being every 20 minutes, then the more I tried to reconnect and play, the, the more frequent I was disconnected to the point where I was just I couldn't log in until I left it for 24 hours and came back. And even then, I couldn't play for more than about 20 or 30 minutes. It was like clockwork. You could start a stopwatch and about hit the 20-minute mark, I'd be disconnected. So... We blamed Blizzard. We blamed the uh, and Blizzard, then blamed the ISP. The ISP then blamed Blizzard again. Uh, we went around in circles. I at one point had a friend helping me. We linked up a Raspberry Pi. I was using it as a router so I could monitor the network traffic, and we were seeing like reset packets being sent from something, and uh-huh. uh, the, that was clearly causing my game my my connection to reset, and it was causing WoW to drop. Um, and so you know I I, I threw my toys out with, with our, our internet service provider or with Blizzard, everybody. And, and eventually after six months of trying to fix it, I gave up, just stopped, stopped altogether. And then I moved house and moved to another internet service provider because thankfully um, in the UK, especially in London, if you move 20 seconds down the road, you're opened up to six or seven more other ISPs that you can choose from. So we, we changed internet provider um, was very happy with the service and price, etc. I thought, oh, hang on a minute. If it was the if it was the previous ISP, now I can play WoW again. So I started trying to play WoW, and exactly the same problem happened. I'm like, this that doesn't make sense. Like, how am I getting the same network issues from a completely different network? So anyway, uh, I did I, I you know did a bit more digging and re- and start to realize, oh crap, it's actually me. It's my network card is, is what's killing the connection. And so I had a moment of weakness one evening and was like, right, I'll drop a grand, um, uh, you know, a thousand pounds on a brand new gaming machine. Um, and I have a, uh, it's an awesome computer and I can now finally play well. But I just realized like after a year and a half of not being able to game and blaming everybody under the sun, it was actually my own fault. <laughs> so there's a huge geek it, fail right there. 
I think I've heard you talk about this on your show. I think you talked about it on Girls Gone Wild. You've just talked about it now, and all, every time you it's talk horrible. about it, it gives me like heart palpitation. <laughs> like it hurts. Oh. It causes physical pain. <laughs> I actually want to like stop talking about it and move on, but just like time. it's so embarrassing now. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone who, who who is a WoW fan and knows that I'm a WoW fan, they they just just have this thing of like, but wait, so so why did you take a year and a half out? Like, did you like, hate all of that? listen to this yeah (laughs) go back to the it's like here's the link to this podcast that i do explaining what happened now go listen to that then come back to me do do any of you guys listen to uh critical hits the the live play dungeons and dragons thing they have this concept i have yeah they have the concept that their 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 wizard their mage has um these pods of casting he can give to anyone who he needs to explain the backstory of the party and they can listen to them i just think that's brilliant like go back to episode inside episode here magic happens you've now caught up to date here we are in seconds (laughs) you are knowledgeable that has been my um and, and then to compensate for that i then I was like diving into WoW lore. So I was listening to uh, Know Your Laws and, and the Law Watch that, that uh, the Blizzwatch people do. And I was reading all of the, the, the books and things that were being published in the meantime. So it was getting doubly frustrating because I was like really geeking out on, on WoW stuff and Azeroth history and then not actually able to see any of it. So. Oh. <laughs> the other thing is like it, it, the funny thing was like i had to stop listening to most of the shows i listened to and one of the reasons what sort of the geek card kind of stopped was i i got out of that the of the community of podcasting because mm-hmm. they were starting to get into spoiler territory for me because i was now a year behind the current content and um I, it was a shame because i realized like oh I've, I've i've actually stopped talking to the people i like to hang out with online like some people who even when I know them in real life, I'm actually just because I'm not gaming with them. I'm not talking to them. So it was kind of a, a sad note to it all. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I wish we were on the same, uh, same servers so that we could play. Yeah. But, <laughs> unfortunately, I think the lag on one end or the other would not work. No, it, wouldn't work. As well. it totally wouldn't work, but I want it to work. I want it to be a thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So yes, I've been playing a lot of WoW, and the other thing that I've I haven't mentioned, but I've been doing it for a while as just kind of a way to decompress before I go to bed is I've been watching painting videos. Cool. Is that literally watching paint dry? In some ways, yes. No, they, there's two different types. Um, I don't know if you guys have anybody out um, in London that does this, but they have like street painters that oh, do yeah, spray that's paint. Oh yeah, always in Camden. Real quick. Camden Market. There's always. Yeah, I mean we have we famously have Banksy, of course, but. Do we? Is yeah, he famous so now? Is he? Well, he is in the UK. I don't know whether he's made it over the pond yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Has he? Has Bank- is Banksy a thing in the US? I don't think oh, so. Because that would be a perfect person to take down Trump. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. He's, a, he's a satirical graffiti artist um, that... Uh, he, his stuff is so so cool and sort of on the nose that um, he actually has managed to sell a section of a wall for you know as if it was a piece of fine art. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, it's interesting oh, wow. uh, social commentary. Yep. Yeah. So it's just, like some of the videos are just speed painting of these you know these guys who who know how to very quickly make these kind of fantasy scapes with spray paint on, on like glossy paper. And uh, and they're very cool and it's fun to kind of see it come together because you don't quite know what it's going to be until 
he's done. Now, it's really interesting that and, you bring that up because I, something that Razorbug doesn't know about me is that I watch a lot of YouTube animation. So it's a similar thing, oh. like speed drawing and stuff, but it's digital rather than paint. Right. Um, but yeah, I find it really oddly relaxing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just kind of just to see the, the art develop. It's just very cool. And then the other, the other type is, um, poured acrylics where they just kind of put a bunch of different colors in a cup and they tip the cup over on a canvas okay. and then they lift the cup and it just all kind of oozes across now, the canvas. There's, there's, there's one that there's a step up from that. And I, I don't know how I want to reveal that. I know this I'll blame YouTube. Um, but there was this, there's a woman in the UK. She has an art studio in London somewhere. And she takes that to the next level where she drinks milk that's dyed. And then she proceeds to vomit all over a piece of paper art. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and it's like, it's the same thing where it, it's like, it's colors and it mixes around and it's like, but she's being sick. But uh, I, I also had to just have a quick pause when you said she drinks milk that's dyed. Like I didn't, oh, my brain did not go to the has had dye applied to it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, not dye as in like the milk's dead. <laughs> no, there's, there's sort of like dairy necromancy <laughs> happening here. Oh my god, she is. She's the dairy necromancer. I'm totally going to tweet uh, that to her. That's that's also a show title right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we're full of show titles. Even though we're on a show that doesn't have a title, we we are full of them. So feel free. <laughs> So maybe, maybe, maybe my, my show title should be the show title of to- show titles, you know, just, there's, there's, there's too it's many. Like, I might hey, not be able I to pick. You like show titles. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? I know we've, we've all done. Wow. What have you guys been up to other than Star that? Wars, Star Wars. I saw the Star Wars film. Finally, I was late to the game, but I saw it and uh, yeah, I'm very, I, I was reminded why I'm really attracted to Oscar Isaac, like painfully. <laughs> he is. A oh my man. God. Oh my god! I have. I'm totally now. I I didn't think that I was going to be like a Poe and Finn thing. Like I didn't think I would be in that uh-huh. that circle of fandom. But after seeing that film, yeah, I totally am. <laughs> I find that really funny. Like there is actually two like perfectly neutral, not too aggressive about it camps where people are either more into the Kylo and and uh, Ray storyline, oh, or they're boring. into the the bromance of 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 Poe and Finn. Oh, it's not just a bromance. It's more. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you it's more. I I find it odd that the films, and and in the last one, they like, there was almost like a physical separation of the two stories, but they're they're like, they they do run these two stories at the same time. And I guess it's the, it's the Jedi story versus the Han Solo story from, from the the previous films that ran concurrently. But it's interesting the way that they do that. Hmm. But yeah. Rather than sort of when you now, Robbie, have you? Sorry, go on. Robbie, have you seen um, Ex Machina? Yeah, yeah, that's a that he's disturbing in that. He's a very he's very good. Oscar Isaac is exceedingly good in that movie. I never realized disturbing. it was him. Oh, jeez, that's how good yeah. he is. I am not going to be able to watch that's that again properly. Oh my lord, I yeah. didn't. And he's pretty hot in it. He is pretty to hot. To be fair, he could just be like on a poster, and I'll be like, please. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) note to self robbie easily pleased yes yes as a handsome (laughs) man i'm easily pleased ah now i'm sad fair enough (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he he was very good he was very good in that film um 
And the other thing I did this week was lots of wow. <laughs> lots of wow. Too much wow. <laughs> like if there was a, I should probably start keeping like an app where it keeps a time of the programs that are open. Cause I would be really interested to see how it breaks down, how much I'm on wow. So. You can just like hit slash played and it'll tell you like. No, I meant of- like in the day, like my com- <laughs> like having the app like on the computer saying you spent this time on Google Chrome, you spent this time on Skype, you spent da 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 like a whole breakdown. I would love to have to see that just because it'll probably be like you've been on well too much. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're concerned for your yes. health. <laughs> See, I've I've been in theory playing games that are good for my health, in so much as I I still play Pokemon Go. Because um, you're in an area like, where it's relevant. You can, exactly, yeah. Because I live in an urban metropolis and they actually have Pokestops and Pokemon to catch. But um, and I also my partner plays it, so we we kind of feed off each other. And um, so we went out oh uh, yesterday thinking, oh well, you know, there's a there's a raid on at the moment, and this is for a rare Pokemon we haven't got yet. So let's go out, you know, let's walk. Let's do some actual actual exercise in the real world, breathing fresh air. Well, as fresh as the air Wait, gets in the <laughs> uh, Yeah, and, and you know, step away from the glow of monitors, um, and, and let's let's do this. And it was a complete nut of fail because we the usual place we go to game is Oxford Street, which if people don't know, it's like the central it's central London and it's the shopping central, capital, central of, central central London. Yeah, exactly, central and it's London. it's it's the the shopping capital. Um, well, certainly of England, but, but, you know, it gets visitors from all over the world. And that was a mistake because it turns out it's the post Christmas boxing day sale thingies are happening. And it, uh, it was, it was like horrendously busy as always, but it had got to the point where the cell service was so impeded that even though your mobile phone said, Oh, you got full signal, you just couldn't do anything. You couldn't run the game. If the game did run, you couldn't do anything in the game because it, the, the servers just couldn't cope with it. So right. we, we were out for about four hours in the freezing cold to the point where I was actually ill when I came home and just like, no, this, this, this is a complete Pokemon Go fail at the That's moment. That's what happens when you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't live in something California. <laughs> Well, that is one of the problems with the game. Like it was, it is so a product of people who live in in San Francisco. It's like it it isn't a game that you can play all year round no, in San, other parts of the world. I think it's just I could too, survive. I think I no. could survive San Francisco's temp- temperature, but I don't think I could survive Palm Springs. Oh, good lord, no! Uh, it's not. You know what? It's it's just like people who live in cold climates, where you go from your heated apartment to your heated car to the heated grocery store it's the same thing just air conditioning yeah but hot steering wheels are awful <laughs> it's true it's true but but you know you keep it in the garage it's not too bad the garage I, um, oh my god like no in the, in the uk you'd be lucky if you can have a parking spot <laughs> like keeping your car <laughs> somewhere indoors that's madness <laughs> <laughs> it's a product of the product product of the location because you also can't keep your car out in 115 degree Thank heat. Thank you, America. So, which is Thumbs up. <laughs> like 40, 45 for you guys. Oh, um, yeah, I'm, like cooking an egg temperature, right? Like yeah. you, you guys have gone off into a into a, a Venn diagram that I'm clearly not part of because I've used you know, public services you, for you, 20 years. I just imagine, I don't own transport. You can imagine <laughs> what 45 degrees C temperature is, though. Oh yeah, it's the Victoria Line at. at, at oh, uh, there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's suffocating on London Underground. 
with with hundreds of sweaty people all around you when there's no ventilation because there's no aircon because they're stupid. It's not because they're stupid. It's because it was built over 200 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that is one because we we were actually in your neck of the woods in August. Okay. Hang on, and London or not London? Those are the two places in England. London. For London everyone that's London. not in the UK, there's London and not London. <laughs> we 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 were in London. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we, we. I actually, uh, my husband and I actually got to to meet Raven in person. It was very exciting. Oh. Um, yeah. So, um, but I wish I wish I had known you guys a little bit better back then because we would. But we're 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 gonna make another trip out because we didn't get to do everything. So so next. Because you can't just do that in like how how long were you here for? Oh a yeah, week. you can't do London in a week. You can't even do like half no. like central London in a week. No, I mean the the jet lag alone oh, like knocked God, us out wait, for three west days. To so. east, west to east, yeah, that would be horrible. It's really cool though, because yeah, we, yeah, we, we do have a an extended group that that you know sort of stretches to the the farther parts north and south of England. But like we have a group of of people who all play WoW together, but we all know each other in real life as well. Hey, um, one of our listeners is from do, New Zealand, so. <laughs> well, exactly. We haven't quite got the, got them over yet, but we do. We do like it when we can meet up and do sort of big. Uh, when the Warcraft movie came out, we went and saw it. Like there was like fifteen or twenty of us. Yeah, there was and a lot of us. That was really great to sort of like you know get, go out and and watch the film and then decamp to the pub and just sort of nerd out about it with with all of, with all of the people with the shades. You know, yeah, we nerded just... out too much on that day because I remember that people actually got up and left the table next to us. <laughs> you know you're geeking out yeah. correctly when other people yeah, yeah that's it they, 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 we, we we had the geek card stamps out hard that day yep we did yeah but i remember your tube system being both um amazing and wonderful and oh my god you can get anywhere you want yeah. and why is there not air down here <laughs> like those were the two thoughts that i would go we're, through we're 200 feet down that's why <laughs> It slightly annoys me when you get New Yorkers and it is always New Yorkers who come over and they're like, but our tube system does this and our tube system does that. It's like, yeah, your tube system's 60 years old, not yeah, 160 like, and years old. Our tube old. system predates nearly all of your history. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, well, and, and uh, the New York, I mean, I've done both both subway systems and my my husband, again, grew up in New Jersey, so he he lived in New York for a while. And I've been there and I would not be able to, I would not feel confident getting from point A to point B without a lot of study time to get yeah, prepared. The Where when I was in London, I figured it out really, like it seemed to make a lot more sense. Well, it's, it's funny because um, you, you don't realize you're picking up like life skills because I've been to both to uh, Belgium and just recently to Rome um, when I finally uh, indulge my nerdery for history and um you go on to their tube systems which are usually a lot simpler because they're a lot younger than, than ours and uh the people i'm with are sort of like well how do we get to here and how are we going to get here because we don't un- we, we can't read the maps because we don't speak italian or, or flemish or whatever and it's just like just trust me uh, just give me the name of the place i need to get to and oh, i will get us there <laughs> yeah it's like hold my beer i got this <laughs> see now this is the thing i want i i would challenge you on it it's never going to happen but i would totally challenge you if i put you in the middle of tokyo and go find us Good luck. Oh, God, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. Although it's very funny, actually, bringing it back to WoW, because everything goes back to WoW. Um, the first, The first time I was, in 2009, I was getting into to WoW, and my friend Damarai, who's, who's my best friend in, in IRL, um, he, he said, all right, we're, we're going to play WoW, and, and, you know, you've made your character, so I'm going to take you to Stormwind, and we ran up to Stormwind, and I was 
sort of blown away by it. And for whatever reason, I think he went off to the bank or something. I just wandered off in a different direction. And I found the Dwarven District and I found the uh, Deep Run Tram. <laughs> and like he comes to, he's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm over here. I'm I'm in a something or other." And he's like, "Oh, for God's sake! Like, trust the Londoner to find the the the, the tube train as the first thing he does <laughs> when he gets in a city." <laughs> so that was that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Any other weekly geekery stuff we got to get out? I've been I've been setting up a, a gaming mouse that I got for Christmas. But the interesting thing is, it's it's not <laughs> like Razer Naga or something like that. It's a Chinese one. Uh, the instructions and all the software is all in Mandarin. I'm, I'm laughing because of what <laughs> happened. I think it was yes last yesterday or the day before when you were um, mapping your WoW stuff to it. Oh god, yeah, I had a complete brain fart, and I instead of instead of mapping the keys to be where I needed them to be to correspond to the my my um, action bar in WoW and, my, and have my rotation and everything set up, I started moving all of the the abilities on my bar around to match up to where the keys were pre-mapped. Oh no. So so I went through like four characters and completely messed up their rotation and where all my cooldowns and everything was before on like the fourth character, I suddenly went, Oh, hang on. I could just remap the mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Remapped everything. Oh God. That was so funny. (laughs) Just the real, yeah, it's like you can hear this, the, the 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 change in voice, and it's like, oh, I've, yeah, I've it doesn't help that I'm trying to do this while while Robbie's mocking me relentlessly on the other <laughs> end of the call. It's like, uh, it's like you're not going to be able to tank if you do that. Yeah, so that was that was I was having a I'm having a week of of techie fails at the moment. Oh. Well, well, hopefully they will uh, they will get themselves uh, resituated and and we'll all be good to go. All righty. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some geeky New Year's resolutions. Hey everyone, I'm Katie and I'm Chelsea and we're the hosts of the podcast Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. We are two best friends who love pop culture. We try to have a female perspective on things, but we really just talk about anything we like. What are some recent topics we've done, Katie? Uh, well, we've talked about girl power songs, Wonder Woman, Veronica Mars, young adult fiction novels, San Diego Comic-Con, and so much more. So grab your cup of tea or whatever your drink of choice is and download our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher and start listening today. Comics. Hey everyone, this is Rob, your friendly neighborhood comic geek. And this is Liam, the the languishing, lascivious Liam of... Langley. Wow, that was extremely illiterate of you. Well, I try. We are the hosts of The Comic Box, part of the geek to geek podcast network. So, join us. Bop, bop. Oh, yeah. And we're back. And we are going to talk today a little bit about uh, geeky New Year's resolutions. Because I feel like, you know, this show is coming out a week into the new year. And I think we all think of new year's resolutions as having to be weight loss or saving money or the things that are unpleasant. I think maybe it's kind of fun to, to do some more geeky new year's resolutions and things we want to accomplish in our geekiness. So do you guys have any, any new year's resolutions that are geeky this year? 
Uh, I have WoW related ones. Um, so I want to have one of every caster class at max level. Oh That's God, my... why? Because <laughs> I'm not I don't understand completionists in WoW at all. It's not even completionists because I'm not even going to do DPS, um, melee DPS or tanks. It's fine. I'm not doing all of them. <laughs> so what are, what are you considering your caster classes? Are you just... Okay, so Warlock, Shaman, uh, Priest, Mage, Druid, and I guess Monk. Oh, God, do I have to do Monk? Is that a caster class? No, a monk is all melee, even though healing is melee-based. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then that doesn't count good. <laughs> well, five, five at max level is not hard. Are you are you anywhere close to that, or are these you're going to have to have zero? I have two. At my, I have a druid and a priest at max level. I have a shaman that's almost about to hit max level on horde side, and I'm currently leveling a mage on Razorbug server. That's going to get boosted to 100, so that'll be another one. And then I've just got to do warlock. Warlock's fun. Warlock's an easy one. Okay. Warlock's the one that I'm. I know I'm going to do a warlock next because I'm going to do a dark iron dwarf warlock when the allied races come out. But it's one class I've never been able to get my head around. Like I'm terrible in fancy games. I play lawful good everything. Like I've got I've got mages and I've got priests and I've got paladins and it's like I really have trouble playing sort of uh, morally ambiguous characters. So, the, so your warlock's going to be, um, do I have to summon this? Well, it's more that actually with the warlock, it was more when I was reading one of the books, I think maybe Tides of War or something with, with Christy Golden wrote. And she, she uh, put it in such a way that I just fell in love with the idea of like the, the there are some warlocks who just, you know, just want power and, and uh, influence and they're just, you know, they're doing it for that reason. But there was, there's one point where Varian is on the deck of a ship as, as it's like sailing to meet the enemy. And he comments about watching the warlocks um, use the power of the enemy against them and turning the power of the enemy against them. And I was um, like, Oh, that's all good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found something to, to latch onto. That. You found a loophole. Well, you could also, I forget who, I don't think it was Ann Stickney, it was either Ann Stickney from um, Blizzard Watch or somebody on one of the um, role-playing WoW podcasts who thought it was fun to make their warlock think that they were a mage, but just oh, really nice. be bad at being a mage. And so when they summoned Mr. Bubbles, they were actually summoning a Voidwalker, but... <laughs> But you know, oh. it was clueless as to why it wasn't didn't look the way everybody else's did. Oh, that's fantastic! I love that idea. So if you, so need, if you need a little bit of a story behind, yeah, if you if you need a little bit of a story behind it to to justify the the evil character, you can just <laughs> and they they don't realize that they're doing it wrong. Yeah. I'm not a demo lock. I'm a fire mage. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. Oh, I love that idea. It's just like a mage that's just. Isn't doesn't realize how bad they are being a mage. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh dear, that's good. I like that. I'm gonna have to write that one down. <laughs> See if if this was the geek card, I'd be saying that that idea was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. So I won't. Yeah. <laughs> so how about you, Razorbug? Do you, what's your? Do you have? Do you have any? Uh, any geeky? I 
I don't actually have any wow um, New Year's resolutions because I'm I know that I'm time poor and I have no patience in doing anything that requires sort of. <laughs> you mean those hundred rep grinds aren't happening this year? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, my, my New Year's resolution will not be to do it's a, a long strange trip it's been or anything like that. No, um, I have a I have D and D related ones in that I've got Google Docs with about six worlds or concepts that I've sort of created and backstoried and written NPCs for and and then never actually turned into a game. I have this bad this bad habit of, of making a, a, an RPG game to share with my friends and then never actually sharing it with anybody. Is that like writer's block but the wrong way round? Yeah, it's I always get three quarters of the way into an idea and and then get distracted by some other shiny thing and <laughs> never finish the idea. So That's for example my my Rome game that I was running, um, it hit a point where suddenly I got distracted by the idea of running a Star Trek game and, <laughs> and just stopped writing for the game that I already had in progress. I had to uh, get every month I had to like, kick my ass. Star Trek Romans. That's oh, a that ha- that's a, that's a Kirk thing. My, my Trek is, is usually a, a Picard Janeway era type love affair. So. Oh, fair enough. I'm going to get angry comments on Twitter from from TOS fans. The now angry how, people. How married are you to um, Dungeons and Dragons? Do you do you ever look into other systems? Yeah, we do play other systems. Um, we've had a few games with, where we've played using the Fate system, and I'm really impressed with how that works. I, I think I've got a game in mind, which will actually be the next one I run, which is going to be Fate based. Um, I, I enjoy that sort of hands off storytelling, um, and I ran a I ran a very strange. Um, Star Trek meets uh, the King in Yellow uh, game with the Fate system because I, for the same reason I needed a very lightweight system that would just like I can just start my storytelling and then it, the system can get out of the way and, and not not be a, 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 a detriment to the game. It's been a long time since I heard about that. Gosh, how long ago was that idea floating around? <laughs> I, I did have the idea a long time. Yeah, I was going to say like this was while we were this was during our first run, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I actually, I did it. The, the game was about eight sessions and everyone had fun and was confused as all hell for most of it. Oh, but, good. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, so there is that. I do actually have a, a, a proper New Year's resolution, which is to like, it, it, they're, the, they're resolutions that were actually supposed to be new flat resolutions and ended mm. up now being New Year's resolutions because, um, so this year I moved in for the first time with a partner and, when we started living together, we decided, right, we'll um, we'll we'll read more books. Like we'll 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 dedicate an evening after work to, to just reading books and comic books and, instead of sitting in front of the TV, or or we'll dedicate an evening to gaming and like that'll be our gaming day. We'll, we'll, we won't touch Netflix and we'll just uh, yeah, that hasn't happened. Um, they're still good, they're still, they're still good ideas. Uh, they're still good ideas, but other than a, a day set aside for podcasting, um, we basically just get too tired, too hungry, too easy to fall into the sofa and just watch Netflix. Oh, so I, I'm going to, I'm already going, broken. <laughs> it is, but, I, but I'm making it a new, I'm going to okay. play more video games. I'm going to, uh, which aren't well, I'm going to, <laughs> to read more, read more. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. <laughs> Hearthstone, yeah. Probably will just be Hearthstone. <laughs> that's another game. So there we go. That's, that's, that's a resolution. I, I have a geeky one that's sort of IRL as well. So I've, been meaning to get back into going to the movies as in going to the the cinema and everything like that mm-hmm. so I, i've told myself that i want to go once a month to see a film so 
like you know i'll do that a, i think if you've got a cine world card get one of those it's great They're ah but I, I can i can play the disabled card because i can bring i can bring a guest along for free oh there you go so that that helps split the cost <laughs> yep so yeah it's fine that's a that's a good that's a good one because it's not too hard to fit in hopefully not too hard to fit in on one movie a month no i'd hope not it depends it also depends on what's out as well um but i there's been a couple of uh, that i have been thinking that oh it's not a film that i would normally see but i think one of my parents would like and i'd be like well i want I did say I would go and see one once a month, or even if it's not something I would pick first for myself, if I'm going with someone else, maybe I'll find something about it that I did like. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think that that's sort of my real life geek one, as opposed to my online geek one. So I have two. Do you guys have, has Ladybird come out there? No, no, I don't think so. There is, it's a kind of slice of a teenager, teenage girl's life kind of, um, movie and it has like one of the highest ratings on rotten tomatoes ever um yeah i'm now 99 percent. yeah it's so like beat cool. out toy story or some big disney thing and my husband went and i went to go see it and we were we, we thought it was good it was definitely so if you're looking for something outside of the geek box that's definitely it, it's coming out on february 16th in the uk so i will make a note of that one hmm yeah, I mean, it's not your your original description of a slice of a teenage girl's life did not immediately sell it to me, but I take it. Ah, and it ha- but can you pronounce the, the 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 star's name? That's the thing. This is the test if Americans can pronounce an Irish name. I'd have to read it. I don't. It, I don't. I don't know it off the top of my head. I I could put it in the chat in the Zencaster chat, couldn't I? Hang on. Yeah. Give me a second. I'm going to do this because this is mildly amusing. <laughs> Go, go on then. Have a go at that. I'm not even sure I can pronounce oh. that. <laughs> Is it Cerise Ron- Ronan? No, it's Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. That's Saoirse? Wow, okay. I thought yeah, I was sure you were going to put a Siobhan yeah, I'm, I'm also a bit of a linguistic nerd, so yeah, this is uh, this is my other thing that I like. I like the fact that that almost started out of British people mock Americans and then it turned into British people mock themselves <laughs> as well because I can't pronounce it either. It's like the and then it, and then it's like the European person wins. Yes. <laughs> my my dad spoke Gaelic, so I was like, oh, I, I might have a I might have an opportunity to actually go ha ha. But then I saw it come through the chat and I was like, yeah, no way. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> um. What else? What other things are we thinking about for the new year? I know, yes, health is going to be one of the ones that I need to to tackle. Um, but I think um, I definitely want to kind of get out of my my geek comfort zone and start looking at things that are considered geeky to other people, but not necessarily geeky to myself. So, especially for this show. So, so what would you say is lacking in your geekiness then, like? topics that you're currently lacking in topics that i'm lacking in um i guess that's part of the problem i don't know what i'm lacking in because i i haven't fully explored i know i don't do anime as much as well at all i don't do anime yeah i I never managed to get into that either i can recommend an anime that's good for start if you want to like food 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 Wars is a pretty good anime i think you'd like that all right i'll put that on the list there's one there is one that I really like, which is called Steam Boy, and it the it was actually made with 
the English audience in mind. So it's it's got it's very well dubbed and it's got a cast of of really good actors. Like Patrick Stewart does the the voice of the of the granddad in it, and um, there's uh, uh, you know there's there's a, a a theme in it from Victorian England. It's a steampunk thing. So it's it I find it quite. A, a, a cool film because it was like not too hardcore of the the the, the uh, unfamiliar culture. It was something that was much more familiar to me, and it was easily dubbed and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have problems with anime because I'm dyslexic, so I I can't oh, subtitles. Uh, yeah, I can't follow a plot and read the subtitles at the same time, or, or at least not in any way that's going to make sense to me. So unless I unless I'm going to take away from a completely different message than the film was intending, um, I kind of have to have it dubbed in English for me to to follow it. Yeah, I'm a bit right. of the same way. I, I don't like reading my movies. And I'm an English teacher, so it's not like I can't. I just <laughs> – it, it takes me out of it, and so it, I don't find it as enjoyable. Oh. I, I, you can always try and be like, uh, one episode. No, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you brought up steampunk. Um, that is definitely an area that I'm I'm kind of looking into for the new year. and Because uh, I've, I've wanted to, to get into cosplay, but – I just, I think I'm a little overwhelmed by it overall. And so I have a friend who, um, actually my, my co-host on State of the Geek, Kelly Hightower is like, okay, when you are ready to steampunk, I will let you know where to go so we can hook you up. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is the, maybe this is kind of one of the, the things that I, I geek out about over 2018 is, mm. is steampunk. There's a there's good YouTube series about um, cosplay and like costume design and things like that. So there's always something. Yeah, absolutely. YouTube is the resource of geeks. YouTube is the resource of everyone. Yeah, I'm very close to um, to subscribing to the the YouTube Red because you can download. Oh, that thing that we can't get. Yeah. Oh, do you guys <laughs> not get that? No, we can't get it yet. Oh no, we can't get YouTube Red. Well, it's painful. I, I, try I don't to, even know what YouTube Red is, so... It, it's <laughs> sort of like they're paid for Netflixy style thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it also lets you download it to the app, which then I can actually turn some of these videos that aren't really... Like, you don't have to be watching them. You can just listen to them, and I can turn them into podcasts. Um, where right now I've just been finding converters and downloading them to Dropbox. <gasps> How oh, could you... I'm kidding. We <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are interested in in like the, the the cosplay like homemade props side of things, there's a great person to follow on Twitter at um, Chinbeard, and um, yeah. that's a guy called Bill Duran, and he he does the most amazing replicas and things like that, and they're, and they're all you know just just in your own garage stuff. There's why am I saying garage? I've been talking to you for an hour. I'm already. <laughs> He's he's uh, yeah they're all just sort of made at home in, in your garage sort of stuff. There's um there's yeah really amazing things that he comes out with. I was about to say I think Damar is going to be taking away your Northerner card there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the, if the if the Englishman card was a thing, I just lost a stamp right there. <laughs> um, any other real world out in the you know, away from the, the desk stuff that you're going to be trying oh, to do. I was going to say away from the desk. I was going to oh, it doesn't quite count. I was going to say, I'm going to try and learn Korean this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause their writing system looks so funky. So of <laughs> <laughs> all the reasons to learn a language. I just think, no, the language so, oh, oh God. Yeah. Like, you know, non Latin based scripts 
amaze me. Like I'm so. I, I, I have m- nothing but respect for people who can learn other languages. I am so bad at language. I don't even do English very well. So I just like. <laughs> is it, oh, I, well, I keep Wigan. resolving. <laughs> me fail English. That's yeah, impossible. Exactly. Yeah. I keep resolving to uh, to learn to uh, scripts in more languages, and uh, I I get six months into learning a different scripting language or programming language, and I I get distracted and and end up wandering off. So maybe I I should finally fit finally uh, I love that finally uh, familiarize myself with more scripting languages. No, I, I find like in when I'm driving in the car, like having a podcast or something, in, that's even in a language that I'm learning. It's like, oh, I know that word. Oh, I'm kind of getting context now. Well, I see. I, learning Korean would be brilliant for me because I'm a huge StarCraft Two esports fan. So it would be really, <laughs> yeah, it'd be really helpful to be able to watch YouTube channels that are in Korean and understand them, as opposed to have to listen to Tasteless and Artosis, as, as amazing as they are. It's like it would be awesome to get other voices for for the esport. But there you go. And also, it opens up a whole new culture. Yeah, yeah. language. So absolutely. Now, do you guys do a lot of esports since you brought that up? Because that's probably on my short list of things that I need to get better geeky acquainted with. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's on my short list as well. Actually, I I started trying to get back into StarCraft Two. Mm-hmm. Um, my big problem with it is is I understand the concept, the strategies. I understand the meta, and I, you know, watching the esport, I I know what the people are doing. I know why they're doing it. I love the different uh, approaches to things. I'm just actually terrible at implementing it. Mm-hmm. Like if there's if there's a bronze league, I'm in the wooden spoon league. I, I'm just <laughs> really awful. I, I, I so I, I got to the point where I could I could pretty consistently beat the AI of the game, and I could maybe fifty percent beat bronze league people on ladder. And then I took a break for about two or three months, and when I came back, it became like oh. I, no, more than two, three months, actually, probably about a year. And when I came back, I was like, oh, I have lost all skill in this. I'm, I'm even the, even the AI in the game is beating me. That's how terrible I've suddenly become. Oh. It also doesn't help that, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a mid thirties person watching people in their early, t- Koreans in their early twenties doing things. And then, th- like, when I try and do them, making a complete hash of it, because <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have the Twitch response to, 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 to do what they do or the multitasking capabilities. And so I just get frustrated. It's like, I can watch football that it, which is to say English football, soccer. I can watch football without. And enjoy it without trying to go out and play like uh, Wayne Rooney or someone like that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I just started to have to laugh under my under my breath really, who's just like, yes, English football, football, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got it. not I got that. enough soccer uh, soccer fans in in my uh, circle of friends that <laughs> are probably more more soccer fans actually than uh, than American football fans for me, so. I, I just I realized that the sentence was going into uh, divided by a common language territory and <laughs> felt the need to translate on the fly. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a, at our school, we have a, a, an esports team, and it is pretty amazing to see what oh, these kids no, can I'm do. Old. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the tennis team on my school. That seemed to be like the weird thing to do is to be on a sports team, not like an esports team. That just seems so foreign to me. <laughs> and, I'm in, and I'm in my late 20s. Like, I'm not. I, I 
I make other people feel old. Now I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> what do they play? Like, is it a Blizzard-based one? Because like, I know there's the Heroes of the Dorm um, initiative at the, at the moment, isn't there? To get like, they, they do league. Or... They do league, which I just they they've asked if I can start playing because I'm just basically I'm not the coach. I'm the, say, I'm the guy who signs the forms so that they can have fundraisers. Like that's what I <laughs> you're the responsible adult. Yes, and and when I'm the responsible adult, you know we've got problems. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but they're, they're, they're playing a lot of league. That's kind of their focus. I, I do have a couple of kids that all compete in hearts, hearthstone because the, the high school league that they have, uh, that they're part of have maybe five, um, Oh my God. A hearthstone high school league. I want to be 15 again. I know. Wouldn't <laughs> it be, wouldn't it be a lot easier to, well, I don't know. I, I think they know. have I their own fit, problems. I could fit in and not be that weird geeky gay kid. Like, Oh my God. Like, no, <laughs> that would have changed my life. Oh dear. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm like, I, I've, I've had former students kind of follow me on, on, um, Warcraft, oh, and, and, and then I'll go. Okay, let's go play Heroes of the Storm, and we'll go play. Uh-huh. And, and then you you realize, all right, guys, I'm going to leave so you can actually do well with this. But uh, have a good I, night. Um, <laughs> I tried uh, um, Heroes of the Storm once, and it's like, nope, I cannot do this. <laughs> I go tried it with real people, and they were like, go down the uh, go down this lane. I'm like, what? No. I'm out. I can't deal with this. This is too much, too fast paced. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I tried to I tried to teach my husband. I was like, let's find a game we can play together. My husband does not play video games. And for some reason I thought that that would be a good starter one. Yeah, that was that was not a, a good decision. That one. Part. Well, I thought I thought, you know what? I can do the chogal and then I can drive and he can just shoot things and that's fun, right? But uh, by the time I, I convinced them to do it, they weren't giving out free chogals anymore. So, <laughs> like, all right, so, well, we're not, we're not we're not looking to have like an in-game WoW LGBT wedding anytime soon. Then, like, no, no. <laughs> no. He wow. he sat down and played WoW with me a couple of times, and I, I you know, when when somebody's not enjoying something that you absolutely truly adore, um. It, it hurts. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I'm not going to make you do this anymore. See, was he wondering why there was a massive big hamburger running around? Like, was it that sort of thing? Or was it more like, I don't know what's going on at all. Well, he, he always references a, a Simpsons episode where Marge is playing basically the Simpsons version of world of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you need to find the rock of rockin' frickin' frickin'. And it's right there. there. You found it. And he's like, I just don't get the point. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, I said this, the, I said this yesterday when I was questing on my new, dwarf mage leveling him up and I was like I can't even remember where I was but it was literally like the NPC just said go and find so and so and send him this note and he was literally in the house he was standing outside of I was like you do it he's right there like you have working legs that's something in real life that I don't have like please go and do it yourself like I'm mad now I love, I love the fact that like well my partner's getting into WoW and she, she does get into it and like she does get into the law and all that so it's it's that's fine but um my my friend damarai he uh he actually managed to get his mother playing it oh yeah and she and she's like she's playing a hunter and like she's really enjoying it and she she's she's like uh you know 
already got some characters from X level and she's, uh, she, she's down with the lingo and everything, but it's really funny to, like, cause she sometimes joins us on, uh, in, in like five man stuff. So it's, it's really funny to hear a sort of, uh, uh, a mature Northern woman <laughs> talking about the same stuff that we're all talking about, but from the point of view where like, she's, uh, um, an outsider to it, but she doesn't give a damn, like, z- like zero, uh, F's are given about this. So she's just like, what are you doing over there? Why have you got a stick that looks like I got a kebab on the end of it? Who's that person? Why are his shoulders glowing? <laughs> it's, it's so wonderful listening to it. That's awesome. Good for her. Yeah, so like she's really enjoying it, and at the same time, is is highlighting how much of a of a, like how much we are all in this little club of lingo and all that. Like, I wish I had that confidence with something that I have like I've never done before. Like, I, I, we we all need to be more like her. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think when it, the, now to I I often say you know how my husband doesn't geek out like we do. But he has been very, um, very kind. We got a Switch uh, a couple months ago, a Nintendo Switch, and uh, he, you know, played a little bit of uh, Mario Odyssey with me the other day. I actually caught him playing it on his own oh. once. Oh, and that's the way in. That's, that's the, way the way in. in. And then uh, <laughs> gateway games. Yeah, and he's he bought uh, he bought me Splatoon for um, for Christmas with the intention of seeing if it's something that we could play together. But I, I, I tasked him with the job of playing it and getting comfortable with it before I played with him. Oh, I see. So that see. way he can be the expert on how it works. He's going to teach you and he can teach me. That's mm. cool. That's, that's definitely a good way of doing it. So we're going to try that because everything we've played, it's, it's kind of like, I know what to do and I'm trying to show him and he learns in a very different way than I do. And so I'm like, well, let's try it. If you know, I'm I'm hoping that on just my my gaming experience alone, I can kind of go, okay, I get how this works. But I'm not a console gamer, so I'm already starting a little bit back from where I would normally start. And then if he's played a little bit, then we'll be a little bit, I think, on a more even footing. Yeah, I've I've had that first hand because um with uh, uh, getting people into WoW, having been playing it since like 2009. And Robbie, you've been playing it much longer than I have. You get to the point where you don't even realize you're at a point where you you speed run through familiar content and you uh-huh. get annoyed if somebody doesn't know where something is or what something is because how could you not know? Like, of course, it's over there. It's always been over there. You know, it's, it's and, uh, and 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 the same way you said, like people learning at different rates. Like um, the way I learn a class for example is like i research about it and the the cookie cutter builds on the net and like the way people tell you to do and what the rotation should be etc and then sort of obviously when someone takes the attitude of oh well i'll just take the character and i'll you know lol uh go through and find it at my own pace in my own way like uh the the you know that can be a bad way to sort of uh to to uh, have interactions with people who are new to something. Right. So we've kind of, we've kind of got to the point where like we designate some time to play WoW, and we may group up, but we go off and do other things. Like we, yeah. we do we do our questing in different ways, and then like if we get a five man group, like if Robbie's on and we've got some friends on, and we can do a five man group where it's like everyone knows each other and and this is a safe space type thing. That's great because we can like well I can learn to tank or I can learn to heal or whatever, and then. <laughs> We, we don't have that, but as soon as we joined a, a pickup group, wow, oh we had, God. like, 
we, we, Robbie and I had been out of that sort of environment for a while and we'd forgotten how bad it was. But then for people who were coming into WoW fresh and had only played with friends before, that was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I forgot this is really a toxic yeah, element. I, yeah. not doing, I am not doing LFR on my own for a long time. <laughs> no, <laughs> not after it spilled out into real life. Like, no. Oh, that's yeah, right. So you, yeah. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. I did get sorted out in the end. It's all good, but I was like, I was a little bit shaken, like going. Um, this is meant to be in this thing where I can just right click and block this person. Why is this person now stalking me on Twitter? Like what? Yeah, it's not supposed to follow you outside of Azeroth. Yeah, and I'm like, does this mean that this is someone that listened to me on this pod on a podcast once because that's the only way they could have known who it was? Yeah, like that's that's how it got to that. So. The fact that it was someone that's probably listened to me and I have no idea who it is was terrifying. Well, and luckily, luckily it it didn't ruin your experience because I could see that for some people they'd be like, "That's it, I'm done. That'd be it. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not podcasting anymore. I'm not playing WoW anymore. I'm deleting Twitter. I'm done. I'm done." Yeah, I I'm, I'm I was like, I, I'm a bit. I'm not. I don't have as thick as skin as I'd like to have, but I'm like, oh, okay, you were just being a bit nasty but don't do that again <laughs> yeah like three strikes and then i'm out like <laughs> <laughs> well very cool well any any other things we want to throw out there i think this is a good starting place and i think a lot of them are positive like i want to do things i like more which is i think what i'd encourage people to do with their their new year's resolutions this year instead of having to you know i am not going to do this I'm not going to eat all the desserts. You know, you can do that too, but make sure you have a fun. I mean, like put put a little fun twist on it. It's like, don't eat all the desserts, eat them at the cinema. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, while you go and see your, your movie once a month, have the thing that you would have had, like combine it, incentivize. Yeah. Or like, just, you know, or default just... on to default on your new year's resolution being to not make <laughs> any more new year's resolutions. Ah, but then you're going to break that one. <laughs> aim for what you know you can achieve <laughs> <laughs> well well we don't have to drag it down that far <laughs> you guys have any shout outs for anybody this week Robbie and I both have the same shout out I think which is a shout out to uh, Girls Gone Wow show for their 300th episode that was awesome yay that's awesome 300 episodes that's insane it like, is it's what we all aspire to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the geek card is is sitting in the the mid sixties at the moment. We would have, if, we, if if things hadn't have happened, we would have been at a hundred. Uh, <laughs> but we don't talk about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. Um, I have a shout out for you, Joe, for having us on because it's been fun, and that yeah. you have the best podcast name for a WoW related one ever. Like, oh, thank you. Whale. Like, I, oh my I, god! I actually lolled. <laughs> I heard that in the. I heard that when I was in the office listening to podcasts at work, and my colleagues thought I was just mental because I laughed out loud, and then they asked me why, and I told them the name, and they looked at me like I was even crazier. It's like, what? What has it got to do with whales? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how good that makes me feel because I mean, I, I, I don't. My real life circle of friends don't have a lot of of wow experience, and so. Um, you know, when I say, oh yeah, I've, I've got this new podcast called podcast of the whale. <laughs> they, they're like, oh, okay. Um, and so then is it about I, whales? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when I heard EJ react to Raven mentioning it, 
it just oh i was like God. okay good good the people who are in the know do get this and i didn't just yeah. pick the worst name ever if, if the wow people want to find it they'll find it like yeah. see, i because robbie's leveling up these these characters i've been helping him like running through some content and i haven't played any like l- lower than pandaria level characters for ages a because i was out of wow for a while but but b just i've i'm done with with initial content I've, i did so many sort of characters to sort of 40 or 50 and then got distracted by something else and stopped that i've just until allied races comes out i i don't care for old world content mm-hmm. so we're, we're, we're running through like molten core and things like that to to help robbie boost or to help me boost levels and i suddenly started seeing the old gear and with, the, with with names like that, like of the bear or of the whale, and my and current transmog, st- my major transmog is all molten core and yeah. black robes. So, and I was good. I was like I was like looking at what the set the, the armor sets actually looked like the just the, the trashy green stuff that drops off of random mobs. I was just like, oh my lord, this was such ugly stuff. Yes. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> such running, imagine running that every week. For weeks, <laughs> that's our life, and that's what classic will bring back. Yes, yes, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh dear! If they, they manage to cross realm like US EU onto classic, God, that would be mayhem, wouldn't it? It would. It would. And honestly, I think the the test servers are are. Yeah, I think the PTR are definitely cross. What? Uh, well, they're definitely cross. Continental. Yeah, they were saying they were saying at BlizzCon that they've the one of the things that one of the engineers wanted to do was like complete rebuilding of the databases, and he's now completed that. And a lot of people are speculating that that means there's no need for uh, individual realms or individual regions anymore. Oh my so God. it may be coming. That what, would be exciting. One, one mega server. Because I play a lot in the morning, and my mornings are evening, and we could start yeah. playing it. That would be awesome. Yes, please. Mate. I was actually surprised to uh, to find an American podcast that recorded at a good time for English hosts because that's one of the problems. With issues <laughs> it's not we have been, guests it's on not is, been is... unknown that I've recorded something at three in the morning my time because it's seven at theirs in the evening. Oh, last last time I tried to do that, I was so tired and exhausted and didn't I was realize jet, I was jet lagged from podcasting. Oh, wow, <laughs> it, it doesn't—it doesn't make for a good show. It doesn't make for a good show. No, so you know. it really doesn't. Like I was—the I, only time I've done it, I was so out of it and not realizing that I was out of it that when I listened to it back, it was just crazy. I sounded like I was on like prescription painkillers or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next week. Uh, I don't have a show. <laughs> I, I will have a show by the time next week rolls around because we're recording this a week before um, it comes out. But um, I'm sure it will be fun and exciting. So, so I love I love that coming up next week. Nothing is coming up. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, is, there is no show until there is a show. It will so be wait until next week for a show. <laughs> <laughs> next week's show exists in potentia. Yes. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. geek to dude is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out the other geek to geek shows, such as the geek to geek Podcast, 
Geek, Fitness, Health Hacks, The Comic Box, and Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. And make sure to join our Reddit community at r forward slash geek to geek cast. You can currently find us. Geek to Geeks. <laughs> oh my God. I, you would think I'd find a way to shorten it, but I just never think about it until we're already <laughs> doing the, the bit. Uh, you can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Where can we find you guys? You can find us at TGC Show on Twitter. You can find me at Robbie underscore Glow on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at RZBG. And uh, you can listen to the, the Geek Card at uh, vognetwork.com forward slash TGC Show. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being on the show this week. I, I am so glad we finally got to talk in person because we've been we've been twittering it quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's been an awesome time and it's nice to uh, to see how our Venn diagrams overlapping. <laughs> Venn <laughs> diagrams of geekery. <laughs> if you don't use that as a show title, we're using it. On yeah, when, you, when you come on to our show, we're using that as the geek, as the title of it. Absolutely. It's free free game. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you listening out there, remember this week, keep it geek. The Red Legion took away our home. Dominus Gaul has stolen our light. But from the ashes, a fire team of guardians rise to... Oh! Guardian down. Wait, wait, wait. Who was that? Uh, Titan, no jump good. This is Happy Hour from the Tower. I'm T. I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. And we're going to talk about all things Destiny. Why we play. Why we love punching aliens in the face. And why T's aim needs a little bit of work. Have you got that? Say you've got it. See something! A podcast for players of all levels. Find Happy Hour from the Tower on iTunes, Stitcher, or at happyhourfromthetower.com. Eyes up, Guardian. Time to give up the ghost. It's Happy Hour from the Tower. First round's on us. Greetings from TG Geeks webcast, where... Ben. And Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre, you name it, we talk about it. Find our episodes each week on TGGeeks.com. Visit our Facebook page, TG Geeks Webcast. On Google Plus and YouTube, look for us as Two Gay Geeks. You can tweet at TG Geeks and at the Two Gay Geeks. Or call our feedback line at 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357. Happy listening. Peace. Cheers. Geek2Tude is a proud member of the Geek2Geek Network. Check out other Geek2Geek shows such as the Geek2Geek Podcast, Geek Geek Fitness (laughs) Health Hacks, and Comic Box. Okay, I'm going to just start that one over. That was terrible. Can I just say, I really really want to listen to Geek. Geek to Geek. I really want to listen to the Geek (laughs) (laughs) The Mergle Podcast. podcast. (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah,